Sending Order podcast. In this show, I discuss my top five favourite things from various categories chosen completely at random, taking you along my pathway of preference from good to great. Is your host Russell Hodges, and remember, it's always in ascending order. Hello and welcome to today's In Ascending Order podcast. Thank you very much, one and all, for joining me on my ascent. My name is Russell Hodges and I will be with you for the next half an hour or so to discuss my top five favourite things chosen completely at random from my trusted fruit bowl, of course. But before we get going, I have some groundbreaking news for you all. Today, we have a new Instagram page up and running. It's called the IAO Podcast. Say your vows, IAO. And I know what you're all thinking. You're missing the EU. I certainly am, but let's not get political about it. The IAO Podcast is now on Instagram. Please give me a follow if you enjoy these podcasts. Thank you very much. And without further ado, off that fresh announcement, I am going to take the good fruit bowl beside me and pick out today's hot topic. Okay, so I'm having a Russell rummage. Of course I am rummaging done. I have the topic in front of me on this piece of paper. You of course already know what the topic is going to be from the title itself. I'm opening up the paper now to reveal chocolate bars. Okay, In the immortal words of Chris Eubank, a quite stupendous confectionery, and I would be inclined to agree with him, today we are discussing chocolate bars, and for the first time ever, I'm actually going to give you the caveats from the outset. I've remembered this time, episode two of season two, the caveat is that we are dealing in chocolate bars, so that excludes things like M&Ms or Maltesers. This is exclusively your chocolate bars and we will be discussing my top five. Now this is going to get very interesting and also rather ironic. We are in the middle of Easter. I believe this episode will be going out on Easter Monday. So for those of you having Easter egg hunts and looking to salvage some chocolate over the Easter period, this is the podcast for you. I myself also put together an Easter egg hunt last year, but unfortunately for me, the weather was far superior to what it is now, 12 months ago, and by the time all the children found the eggs, they had all completely melted. I myself then went off to have a meltdown of my own. But we move on, and without further ado, following the rummage, I'm going to reveal the fifth position four chocolate bars and already my caveats are contentious because some people may argue that this is not a bar just because it's irregular in shape doesn't mean it doesn't qualify in fifth position it's an airport classic duty free i'm going to the toblerone yes indeed i think toblerone absolutely qualifies this is by all accounts a chocolate bar it is of course triangular in design. The reason being that the Toblerone itself originates from the capital of Switzerland, Bern, 
and the triangular bar is homage to the Matterhorn mountain found in the Swiss Alps. Now, it does have its strong connections to Switzerland. The creator of the Toblerone bar, Mr. Theodore Tobler himself, originates from Switzerland. Of course he does. The Theodore factory is still alive and kicking to this day. And rather interestingly, talking about chocolates, the Theodore factory actually features in the title sequence to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie from 1971. Now, what are the reasons then why I like Toblerone so much? Perhaps it's the fact that it does look different on our shelves. And actually, again, for me, it is synonymous, like I said earlier, with going away on holiday. It's one of those signature chocolate staples at your airports to bring home for loved ones. It's either that or M&M's, isn't it? It's either or. But Toblerone is certainly a classic in my household. If you are ever short on souvenirs or gifts, from an overseas vacation, pick up a Toblerone in the airport on the way back and your loved ones will be absolutely delighted. And again, maybe it's not something that I see on the shelves that regularly. Perhaps it's something that I relate to a bit of a luxury, something that I don't have day to day. And again, not that I'm condoning eating chocolate every day, but it is Easter, so enjoy your Easter eggs. But Toblerone, it's absolutely delicious. It's beautiful on that palate. And for that reason, I have to stick it into fifth position. Now, the other interesting thing about the Toblerone, which I haven't yet delved into, and again, it always harps back to Switzerland and Bern, the capital of Switzerland, the originators of the beautifully crafted Toblerone chocolate. And that is that the symbol of Bern, which of course is the bear, can also be found on its hind legs, on the packaging itself. It's not necessarily something that you will see straight away. It's not an eye catcher, but if you have a look at the Toblerone packaging, you will see the outline of a bear, which again symbolizes where Toblerone originates. And I think that is a nice little feature as well. So in fifth position, some people may argue it doesn't fit with the description. It doesn't fit with my specification of a chocolate bar. I would certainly disagree. You can, of course, let me know on the Instagram page. Like I said earlier, say your vows, I-A-O. But in fifth position, I am going with Toblerone. Now then, I for one am certainly craving some chocolate. I do have a sweet tooth. I think I am certainly qualified to discuss this list and therefore we move swiftly into fourth spot. And again, talking of contentious picks, this is right up there because in terms of my caveats from the outset, I really am taking this to the extreme. Let me know if you agree because this chocolate bar in fourth position has now been discontinued, at least it has in the UK. It's certainly alive and well, as far as I know, in Australia, New Zealand and South Africa. So it's certainly still doing the rounds on the international circuit. But from a UK perspective, this chocolate bar no longer in existence. I am referring to the white chocolate that was called the Dream Bar. So I hope that some of my dear listeners can remember this chocolate bar. It was called the Dream Bar. It was white chocolate. It used real cocoa butter, which was something that the Milky Bar did not do, which was seen very much as the rival chocolate bar. 
at the time. These were your staple white chocolates. And I myself am a white chocolate lover. It's not for everyone. Some people favor milk chocolate, some people dark chocolate. White chocolate, for me, I will take absolutely anything I can get. Like I said, I am a huge chocoholic. I am a chocolate fan. Easter is the perfect time for me. If anyone wants to buy me an egg, I'm all for that. And in fourth position, it has to be the Dream Bar. And what can I say about this chocolate? It was absolutely delicious. Of course, it appears that a lot of people here in the UK did not agree with me because in the early 2000s, it did get pulled from our shelves. But it was a lovely, lovely piece of chocolate, real solid white chocolate that would melt on the mouth beautifully designed and it is actually now on our shelves again I say a little bit of a lie it's on our shelves but it has been rebranded and it is now referred to as Cadbury White but for me it's lost that magical touch it's not the same as what the dream bar used to be this is therefore my nostalgia pick from my childhood and this is one that I just remember so fondly. Whenever I had my spare change, my pocket money, I would run into the local newsagents and one of the first chocolate bars that I would be looking for would be that Dream Bar because it was absolutely delicious. I cannot believe it was taken from us so early. Um, but nonetheless, fourth position for me, I'm hopefully revitalizing the awareness of the Dream Bar in the modern age because it was absolutely beautiful as i said white chocolate so again that in itself is a little bit out there i guess for some people but i'm a big white chocolate fan i actually visited bruges um, about 18 months ago um, again belgian chocolate absolutely sensational one of the best on the continent bar none and i actually visited in bruges their chocolate museum and within the museum, they had this virtual questionnaire where you basically answered a series of questions and it would generate your favourite type of chocolate. You'll never guess what the answer was for me. It was, in fact, white chocolate. So therefore, I think they've got me pretty spot on with that take. And that probably stems, as I said earlier, from my childhood, from my youth. The Dream Bar was the one that I always had in my pocket. I'd bring it out at lunchtime. This was a phenomenal chocolate bar. I'm so envious of those down under in Australia and New Zealand who, again, as far as I'm aware, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you still have this available in your supermarkets. It's not available here, but of course, under that new guise of Cadbury White. But the nostalgia has gone. It is not the same. I'm clinging on to the past with this selection. The Dream Bar is my number for position and who knows maybe i dream that the dream bar once again is reunited with me and my palette but there we are without further ado two quite unusual picks for chocolate bars toblerone in fifth the dream bar coming in at number four and just like that 10 minutes in we are already into my top three the elusive top three the podium finishes and therefore we kick off in bronze position we're bringing this one a more safe pick now one of the ones you probably expected to see on my list it's have a break have a kit kat the slogan for kit kat of course first introduced on television in 1958 in third position today is the kit kat 
be it the Kit Kat Chunky or the original four-fingered Kit Kat, the Wafered Chocolate Bar from Nestle. Absolutely delicious. And out of all the chocolate bars that I'm probably going to mention today, this is the one that I have the most of. Again, it sounds like I eat chocolate every day. I kind of do, but don't tell anybody. But this is the one that I eat the most of. And actually, there became a running gag at my workplace that every day at 11am, I would always pull out a chocolate bar from my work bag and eat it at my desk. That chocolate bar, nine times out of ten, was the Kit Kat Chunky. And the reason for that is because I needed that stopgap between eating breakfast at half six in the morning at home before having lunch at around one o'clock. The Kit Kat Chunky was the perfect brunch time snack. And that's exactly what I did. I munched away on my Kit Kat Chunky. It gave me that energy to see me through to lunchtime. And it has never let me down before. Now, of course, we are all familiar with the Kit Kat slogan, have a break, have a Kit Kat. We're all well aware of the packaging, the red coloured packaging of the Kit Kats, identifiable on the shelf, calling me out to be eaten. But an interesting fact for you, I'm going into the archives. As you know from previous episodes, I love going into the archaic vault to give you some chocolate fuel trivia today and that is that during World War II the packaging of our beloved Kit Kat changed from red to blue and you may ask why did it change from red to blue? Well I can tell you that it is a very simple explanation in fact during World War II from 1939 to 1945 there was a milk shortage and as a result the four-fingered wafered Kit Kat had to be produced using dark chocolate as opposed to milk chocolate. And the change in the colour of the packaging denoted that this was dark chocolate and not milk chocolate. So I, for one, find that very interesting. It may crop up in a pub trivia question. Who knows? So keep it safe in your back pocket just in case. But thankfully, the war did come to an end. Kit Kat reverted to its traditional red. And thank goodness it did because that is a staple and a symbol of the mastery that is the Kit Kat. And coincidentally, of course, Kit Kat, like many other chocolates, have brought out many different shapes and sizes and tastes of their own brand, the Kit Kat, one of which is the popular Kit Kat Chunky. Now, I'm a huge fan of chocolate, don't get me wrong, and I'm a massive fan of peanut butter, but the two combined for me, that combination just does not gel. I am not a fan of the peanut buttered Kit Kat Chunky, so put that to one side. It's the four-fingered wafer. It's the original Kit Kat Chunky that takes its rightful place on podium number three. Now, before we move on to the top two, in terms of advertising and packaging, another interesting concept that Kit Kat tried back in the year 2006 was its partnership with then one of the biggest reality TV shows on the planet, Big Brother, which I think is actually getting a facelift and will be reintroduced to our TV screens in the very near future. But by the mid-2000s, Big Brother was at the peak of its powers. In 2006, we had musician Pete Bennett taking the crown, but one of the episodes was the introduction of someone to the Big Brother house who had found a golden ticket inside their 
Kit Kat chocolate bar. And the winning entry was a lady called Susie. I don't know if you remember it, but it's the lady who sparked the outburst from the infamous housemate Nikki Graham. Who is she? Who is she? I can't go high-pitched, but you know the clip that I mean. That was sparked by the lady from the winning Kit Kat competition. It was pretty much the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory golden ticket sensation in real life on Big Brother. And again, I think that was a masterstroke from Kit Kat because Big Brother was such a huge concept at the time and it worked. Everyone was talking about it. Susie was the triumphant housemate who entered the house. I'm sure many other people were purchasing Kit Kats to try and get their five minutes of fame in the house as well. But Kit Kat's fame will, of course, last a lifetime. In third position, we are going with Kit Kat. And now then, without further ado, we always get through these podcasts incredibly quickly, or at least I think we do anyway, because just now we are already landing at the second spot. And this one really was difficult between the two. Which way do you go? I've had to try them beforehand just to make sure that I'm in sync with what I'm saying here. So I've had my chocolate tasting session before. I'm probably going to have to go to the dentist soon afterwards. But in second place, it's the purple packaged chocolate bar that I'm going to have to say really really quietly because in second place I present to you the whisper bar and I hope you heard that on the microphone it is indeed the whisper bar in second place now the whisper bar itself has had quite a storied career it was first introduced into the United Kingdom in 1983 after a successful trial period in the northeast and then two decades later in 2003 the whisper bar was discontinued it's the dream bar all over again whisper was discontinued it vanished from our shelves and it was gone and thankfully the mid-2000s was the boom of the internet, of social media, and it was thanks to active internet campaigners that we saw the Whisper Bar restored. Websites such as Bebo and MySpace, do we remember them? They picked up a huge cult following of people who were admirers of the Whisper Bar, and through their successful online internet campaigns, Whisper Bar in 2007 was reintroduced, and it has remained on our shelves in supermarkets for consumption ever since. Thank goodness, because I think this is an excellent chocolate bar. Thank you very much to the campaigners. You did us all proud. Whisper Bar, we lost it in 2003. We were reunited in 2007. And funnily enough, the campaigns for the reintroduction of Whisper did not just simply end from people on their keyboards. No, no, no. Glastonbury set 2007. I believe it was 2007. The Iggy Pop and the Stooges Glastonbury set was invaded by protesters bearing a huge banner that read Bring Back the Whisper Bar. So it was everywhere. Everyone wanted Whisper back. The public got what they wanted. Whisper returned in 2007. And luckily it did because it may not have featured in my list in the inner sending order list. In second place for me, it's the Whisper Bar. It's a, a chocolate gas bubbled bar, an air chocolate bar that really rivals the Aero. But for me, I think Whisper is just far superior to Aero. That may be controversial to many because I think Aero is probably the originator of the air bubbled chocolate. 
but I am a Whisper fan. I am Camp Whisper. It's one of those chocolate bars, again, that is very similar to Kit Kat that I would have quite a lot. It's still a luxury for me, of course it is. It's a fantastic confectionery, but it's one that I will pick up fairly regularly, which shows how much I enjoy the Whisper. It's easy to eat. It doesn't make you feel guilty whilst you are doing so. And for me, it's a comfortable second place. I've always enjoyed Whisper from my childhood all the way through to adult life. It's one that I will always look out for down the confectionery aisle next to the biscuits. Let's have a couple of Whispers for during the week. Why not? It gives me a little energy boost, um, or at least that's the that's the reason why I say I'll have it, um, even though it might not necessarily be the healthiest option. But I am a huge fan of Whisper. I think the packaging is great. It stands out on the shelves, the purple Whisper bar. It's just, like I said earlier, it's a light chocolate, very delicate. I am a huge fan. It's brilliant on the palate. Second place, congratulations for the Whisper. But you have narrowly missed out on top spot today. I will, of course, come to the number one chocolate bar for me on my subjective list from good to great. But before we do so, before we finish off on Whisper, we, of course, have to talk about the honourable mentions because the chocolate commodity is absolutely huge. It's far-reaching. There's so many chocolate bars that I could have mentioned. To name a few, one would be another purple packaged chocolate bar that doesn't finish in top spot, but it is the biggest selling chocolate bar in the UK. That's Dairy Milk. You come in at a respectable honourable mention, probably in sixth position if I had to continue the list, but we are only doing five, as you know. I would also have to say Toffee Crisp. Again, the only reason why I couldn't squeeze this into the top five because it does stick to your teeth a little too much when it comes to those types of chocolate bars that get a little bit messy, a little bit food stucky. That's not for me. But Toffee Crisp, I do enjoy the flavour very, very much. They're probably the two that were scraping the barrel, trying to get into that elusive top five for me today. Toffee Crisp, Dairy Milk, again, sticking with the purple theme as well. I think Twirl deserves an honourable mention. Sometimes a bit messy, a bit flaky. Um, obviously, flake is a different chocolate bar. We're not talking about that. But those chocolate bars that are a bit difficult to eat, a bit of a challenge, um, leave a few crumbs around, um, basically evidence that you've gone into the chocolate bar without anyone noticing. Those are the chocolates that are not really for me. It's those easy-to-eat succulent soft silky chocolate bars they are right up my street but i am an admirer of the two fingered twirl twix another one i really could go on it's endless but for me we stop off at my number one position the gold chocolate bar not in color but just in metal because it's first place on the podium it's in fact a chocolate bar that by all accounts is out of this world. And I'm not talking Milky Way. I'm not even talking Mars. It is produced and manufactured by Mars, but the chocolate bar that I am referring to in today's number one selection is indeed the chocolate bar known as Galaxy. That's the one for me. That is my number one. I talk about smooth, silky, easy to eat on the tongue chocolate galaxy is the one that ticks all the boxes it is out of this world in name 
and by nature. It's a beautiful chocolate. I said that Dairy Milk was the biggest selling chocolate bar in the UK. In second place is Galaxy, so I can't be alone on this one. It's a lovely chocolate bar. It's my go-to chocolate bar if I'm ever caught short and need something to eat, a small little pick-me-up, a small little snack, if I ever do need one. It's again the first chocolate bar for me that is always coming out of the celebration selection box, leaving Bounty to the very end. Galaxy is the priority. Get in there quick before they are all taken. They used to have the Galaxy Truffle as well, I believe, a few years ago, which was again formidable. But for the chocolate bar, it's smooth, it's delicious, it's mouth-wateringly brilliant. Let it just evaporate onto your tongue it's absolutely gorgeous and i have no qualms whatsoever with saying that number one for chocoholic me russell hodges on the inner sending order podcast goes to the galaxy bar and there we have it so without further ado whilst the taste buds are still tingling to recap today's top five in fifth position we went all triangular with the toblerone bar from Switzerland. In fourth place, we kept up with the controversial picks because we went for a white chocolate, now discontinued in the UK. I'm dreaming for its safe return to our shelves. It was, of course, the Dream Bar. In third position, a chocolate that has been around for as long as mankind, not strictly speaking, but you know what I mean. It's, of course, the brilliant Kit Kat. In second place, coming up just short today on the In Ascending Order podcast, we had the Whisper Bar, Say It Quietly. And in first place, the gold medal position, it went to the brilliance of Galaxy. So thank you very much for joining me on today's Ascent. As I said, there is a new Instagram page out, Say Your Vows, IAO. We're missing the EU, but let's not get political. Will that be a running gag? I do not know. But thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned for more lists that you certainly do not want to miss. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. Enjoy Easter for those who are celebrating. Hope you find all your eggs in the hunt. And otherwise, have a joyful rest of the bank holiday. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the In Ascending Order podcast. If you liked this episode, please follow our socials and stay tuned for more lists you don't want to miss.